He was born the son of slaves, but raised as royalty. After killing a man who was beating a slave, he went into exile, where after several years, God, God called him to lead his people to the promised land. I'm Jordan Turner, and today we look at Moses as we continue with our series, Messiahs, the Anointed Ones of God. So grab your Bibles and join me in looking at the Word. Once again, and welcome to Looking at the Word. In our first episode, we looked at Noah, who was tasked with building an ark and saving mankind. Last time, we looked at Joseph, who, after being betrayed by his brothers, was sold into slavery, then accused of a crime he didn't commit, only to be raised up as second only to Pharaoh. We return to Egypt now, many years later, after Joseph, his brothers, and their father Jacob have died. The Israelites must have enjoyed living in Egypt. They didn't seem to want to leave. Exodus says in chapter 1 verse 7 that they were fruitful and increased abundantly and multiplied and waxed exceeding mighty and the land was filled with them. It says they waxed exceeding mighty, meaning they grew strong. Perhaps they were having some influence in culture or politics. This might be one reason why the new pharaoh who didn't know who Joseph was, was scared of the Israelites and why he decided to enslave them. There is one specific thing the Bible mentions as a reason, though. That reason is because of how numerous they were. The Pharaoh was afraid that the Israelites, during a time of war, would join Egypt's enemies. So he made them slaves to try and stop their growing population. But they kept growing. So he told the midwives to kill the newborn boys, but the midwives allowed the boys to live because they feared God. So Pharaoh, according to Exodus chapter 1, verse 22, charged all his people, saying, Every son that is born ye shall cast into the river, and every daughter ye shall save alive. This is where we meet the parents of a baby boy who would be named Moses who hid him for three months. And when they could no longer hide him, his mother, Jochebed, put him in a basket and put him on the Nile River, where he was found by an Egyptian princess who adopted him. Now let's go and visit the man named Moses. And it came to pass in those days, when Moses was grown, that he went out unto his brethren, and looked on their burdens. And he spied an Egyptian smiting in Hebrew, one of his brethren. And he looked this way and that way, and when he saw that there was no man, he slew the Egyptian, and hid him in the sand. And when he went out the second day, behold, two men of the Hebrews strove together. And he said to him that did the wrong, Wherefore smitest thou thy fellow? And he said, Who made thee a prince and a judge over us? 
Intendest thou to kill me as thou killedst the Egyptian? And Moses feared, and said, Surely this thing is known. Now when Pharaoh heard this thing, he sought to slay Moses. But Moses fled from the face of Pharaoh, and dwelt in the land of Midian, and he sat down by a well. Exodus 2, 11, 15. At some point in his life, Moses was made aware of his Hebrew identity. The Bible doesn't mention when or how he became aware of this, but we see that he went out to see them in their slavery. He might have just found out before this and possibly had never seen the Hebrews in their bondage. And he decided to see for himself how it was. When he did so, he witnessed an Egyptian beating a Hebrew. Burning with anger, he killed the Egyptian and hid his body in the sand. He discovers that the next day that this wasn't the secret that he was hoping and that others knew when he broke up a fight between two Hebrew men. Then the man who instigated the fight asked Moses, Who made thee a prince and judge over us? Intendest thou to kill me as thou killedest the Egyptian? When Pharaoh heard about it, he sought to kill Moses. But Moses ran and ended up in the land of Midian, where he met the daughters of Jethro, who is also referred to as Reol. Here Moses stayed, working as a shepherd for Jethro and marrying his daughter Zipporah. Forty years went by, and the Pharaoh died. God heard the cry of the Israelites and appeared to Moses in a burning bush, telling him to go to Egypt to lead his people out of slavery. Here Moses famously tries to convince God to choose someone else. After several attempts, Moses finally tells God that he is slow of speech and slow of tongue. But God doesn't relent. He has chosen Moses. In the end, God tells Moses that he will send his brother Aaron with him and that he will be the mouth for Moses. So Moses returns to Egypt and with Aaron confronts Pharaoh. Things don't work out quite the way Moses wanted at first, though, as instead of Pharaoh freeing the Hebrew slaves, he adds to their burdens. Even after Moses performs the miracles God gave him, turning Aaron's rod into a snake being the most famous, Pharaoh still refuses to listen. But God caused this to happen. In Exodus chapter 4, verse 21, God says, When thou goest to return into Egypt, see that thou do all those wonders before Pharaoh, which I have put in thine hand. But I will harden his heart, that he shall not let the people go. And in chapter 7, verse 3, I will harden Pharaoh's heart and multiply my signs and my wonders in the land of Egypt. There's been debate about God hardening Pharaoh's heart. Pharaoh would eventually start hardening his heart himself. The reason I think God would harden the heart of Pharaoh was to show that he was truly God, and he was the only one who could truly free the slaves. The Hebrew people had been slaves for so long, I think their faith had been waning a little, and they started to adopt a more Egyptian lifestyle. It says that when Moses and Aaron went to them before they visited Pharaoh, and Moses had told them that the Lord had heard their affliction, they bowed their heads and worshipped. But I wonder how many actually believed this. How many actually became complacent in their lifestyle in Egypt? Like many of us in the world today, even though we call ourselves Christians, there are some who are more complacent with the world. 
Because when Pharaoh didn't re release them as soon as Moses and Aaron went to plead their case and actually added more work for them, they turned on Moses and Aaron. So God wanted to renew their faith and possibly punish the Egyptians for treating his people so badly. So God sent ten plagues to Egypt. And these plagues affected only the Egyptians. The plagues were of water turning to blood, frogs, lice, flies, li livestock disease, boils, hail, locusts, and the ninth plague being darkness. The plagues affected their water, their food, and their health. The Hebrew people weren't affected at all. God wanted the people to see that he, and only he alone, was God because during this time, Pharaoh himself was worshipped as a god and thought himself as a god. It all culminated in the final tenth plague, which was the plague of death. This plague would be the most devastating of all. This is what led to the first Passover. Death would visit the land and take the firstborn of everyone whose house was not marked with the blood of a lamb. The Israelites were to take a lamb that had no defect, and after examining it for five days, they were to sacrifice it. They were to take its blood and mark their doorposts with it, and roast and eat it with unleavened bread and bitter herbs. This final plague caused Pharaoh to be humbled, realizing, at least for a moment, that he was only human, and not a god after, after all. The plague took his child as well. He called Moses and Aaron and told them, along with all the people of Israel, to leave Egypt. After they did, Pharaoh changed his mind and gathered his forces to bring them back. They found them at the edge of the Red Sea. When they saw the army, the people were naturally afraid because they were stuck, or so they thought. In chapter 14, verses 13 through 18, we read, And Moses said unto the people, Fear ye not, stand still. And see the salvation of the Lord, which he will shew to you today. For the Egyptians, whom you have seen today, ye shall see them again no more forever. The Lord shall fight for you, and ye shall hold your peace. And the Lord has said unto Moses, Wherefore criest thou unto me? Speak unto the children of Israel, that they go forward. But lift thou up thy rod, and stretch out thine hand over the sea and divide it. And the children of Israel shall go on dry ground through the midst of the sea. And I, behold, I will harden the hearts of the Egyptians, and they shall follow them. And I will get me honor upon Pharaoh, and upon all his host, upon his chariots, and upon his horsemen. And the Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord, when I have given, when I have gotten me honor upon Pharaoh, upon his chariots, and upon his horsemen. Let's drop down to verses 21 through 29. And Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and the Lord caused the sea to go back by a strong east wind all that night, and made the sea dry land, and the waters were divided. And the children of Israel went into the midst of the sea upon the dry ground, and the waters were a wall unto them on their right hand and on their left. And the Egyptians pursued and went after them to the midst of the sea, even all Pharaoh's horses his chariots and his horsemen. And it came to pass that in the morning 
watch, the Lord looked unto the host of the Egyptians through the pillar of fire and of cloud, and troubled the host of the Egyptians, and took off their chariot wheels, that they drave them heavily, so that the Egyptians said, Let us flee from the face of Israel, for the Lord fighteth for them against the Egyptians. And the Lord said unto Moses, Stretch out thine hand over the sea, that the waters may come again upon the Egyptians, upon their chariots, and upon their horsemen. And Moses stretched forth his hand over the sea, and the sea returned to his, his strength when the morning appeared. And the Egyptians fled against it, and the Lord overthrew the Egyptians in the midst of the sea. And the waters returned, and covered the chariots, and the horsemen, and all the host of Pharaoh that came into the sea after them. There remained not so much as one of them, but the children of Israel walked upon dry ground in the midst of the sea. And the waters were a wall unto them on their right hand and on their left. God parted the waters for the Israelites, but he caused the waters to come crashing down on the Egyptians. It was after this that Israel truly started believing in God again, at least until Mount Sinai, where they would build a golden calf, after Moses didn't come down after many days. Of course they were punished for this, but I'll save that for a future episode. The people were now free, and being led by God and Moses to the Holy Land. They would enter the land after 40 years of wandering, because of doubt, being led by Joshua. Moses is a good example of how we are. He was born a slave, and even though he was raised in luxury, he still was looked at as beneath the Egyptians, as the Pharaoh wanted to ex execute him for murder. We ourselves are born slaves, but instead of being born slaves to a people, we are born slaves to sin. Though most of us aren't raised in luxury, even those that are raised this way are still slaves just like the rest of us. The only way we can be freed from the slavery is through Jesus Christ. Jesus is our Moses, who leads us out of the slavery of sin. So if you're listening to this today, I invite you to come to him today if you haven't already. He bought your freedom using his blood as payment. Ask him into your heart and to be freed from the slavery. If you have been saved, I encourage you to witness to your lost family and friends. Pray for their salvation, and pray they accept the free gift offered by God through His Son. That's all for this episode. Next time we finish our series by looking at someone who wasn't just a Messiah, but the Messiah. We will, of course, be looking at our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And that's next time on Looking at the Word. Looking at the Word, created and hosted by Jordan Turner. All scripture comes from the King James Bible. Copyright 2023.